Welcome to the Vancouver Mixtape here on CJSF 90.1 FM, broadcasting to you from the unceded ancestral territory of the Squamish, the Musqueam, the Coquitlam, and the Soleil Watooth. We're coming to you from the top of Burnaby Mountain at the SFU Burnaby campus. From CJSM 90.1 FM, this is the Vancouver Mixtape. I'm Jamie Sesford coming to you solo today. We've got a ton of new music, including a single debut, uh, that we're going to get to, as well as a wonderful guest interview with the incredible Hollow Twin, who will be de debuting their brand new single. Uh, really great conversation with both Emily Watson and Becky Wask, the two members of that group, as they prepare for an album release, hopefully sometime soon, but in the meantime, they've got a brand new single. All that said, let's kick things off with a brand new track from The Incredible Devourers as he gears up to release his double LP, Escape from Planet Devourers. This is Exposure by Devourers on the mixtape. Oh, 
Don't worry about me. You're listening to it on the Vancouver Mixtape. Before that, we had Exposure by Devours. It's coming out. The upcoming double LP slated for a May release. It was May 21st. Uh, so get that pre-order in as it's up. But uh, one thing I wanted to just draw a little bit of attention 
Two is uh, we're talking about Old Soul Rebel. Uh, it looks like it, there's a GoFundMe up for Chelsea from Old Soul Rebel. Uh, who's the lead singer of that group. Um, did a bit of a, a medical emergency has led it, led to the need for some assistance. So if you've got a, uh, the opportunity, uh, go on GoFundMe and uh, and see how you can maybe contribute to make the the healing process a little easier for Chelsea. Go check it out uh, on GoFundMe and uh, yeah, that was Old Soul Rebel there with Don't Worry About Me. Now we're going to segue into our our interview segment here in a moment, but first. Let's key things off with one of the best tracks that came out in 2020, and this is back in January 2020. Um, was there, there was a bit of hoopla around it. There was a, a big show at the Fox Cabaret to announce its release, um, and of course, this was all prior to a you know a global pandemic, so there was a little more hype around this than I think a, a lot of music was. Wow, how that is different. Uh, we are in different times now, but this was an absolutely outstanding track released by Hollow Twin. Uh, we've got an interview with them as they're gearing up for the release of a brand new song, which we're going to debut on the show here. But let's get to Mother first. This is Mother by Hollow Twin, one of the best songs that came out of last year, and you're listening to it on the Vancouver Mixtape. Can I find my truth? 
the Vancouver Mixtape on CJSF 90.1 FM. Special guest for today's show, returning guest, show favorite, Hollow Twin is in studio. Hollow Twin, how is it going? Good, how are you? Good, good. Now, it's, then of course, if, if you don't remember, folks, this is uh, Becky Waskins and Emily Watts. Uh, we had you in studio, what we were talking about earlier, like three years ago was the last time that we had you in studio. And it doesn't feel like that amount of time has passed at all. I know, right? Just ridiculous. And I think we were, we were promoing your last EP, The River Saw Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, yeah, that, that, that was an absolute true, true uh, treat to have you in studio. Sad that we can't do it just yet, but oh well. Whoa. Zoom works. <laughs> Zoom works. Zoom works. Um, but yeah, we, you folks have got new stuff coming out and I'm really excited to talk to you, but, um, let's talk about the elephant in the room as we've been talking with everybody about the last year. How, how have you as creators, uh, I guess adapted to this pandemic, if at all, if, or if, have you just like put a pause and then plan to kind of reconnect in a more substantial manner when things open up? I think that um, we were in the planning stages of our next album when COVID hit. And so we had everything booked to go into the studio. And um, obviously we had to postpone that until proper safety measures were in place. And then um, that's kind of what we did last year is record the rest of this album. And we've been, I think our writing process has changed. It's still collaborative, but what we do now is obviously everything over like voice notes and like phone calls um, because we haven't been able to see each other because Emily lives in Langley and I live in Vancouver. um, And we do not want to, you know, risk anything at all. so yeah, we've just been kind of trying to adapt with technology and um, keep things going. It's been, it's hard to, to be creative and not be with the person you create with if you're in a duo or a band or anything. And um, yeah, extra difficult, but I think we're making it work. We've, we've seen a lot of challenges in the like eight, nine years that we've been uh, like banned. And so this is not, this isn't one that's gonna get us down. We're not, this isn't gonna be the end of us. How much How much has this like changed that writing process? And I, and I, I don't mean so much in the, the collaborative element, but um, like you as songwriters, like if you're not bouncing ideas off of one each other, uh, one another in person, um, I guess like how do you work out individuals and then come to each other later? I don't know if you can speak to that a little bit. I think that's kind of what we've done forever, right? Emily, what do you think? Like, I feel like I'll come up with lyrics on my own or Emily will come up with, you know, chord progression on her own and then we just kind of mesh them together. So it's not that different except for- Yeah, what's happening now. It's pretty much just the same, except there is a very key element, which is being able to put it together in person, uh, which of course eventually happens, but we haven't been able to get to that point. Uh, so, you know, that, that's been the main challenge. But as for, like Becky said, the initial 
coming up with a song it's still ex oh, it's still the exact same process pretty much so we've been able to manage in that in that sense <laughs> now how much of the, how much of the the upcoming record uh was written prior to pe the pandemic hit it um maybe half. so so yeah it's seven songs and two are mother and before I leave. So those were obviously before. Lying was before. Um, I think a couple of them were like, I remember. Yeah, I remember Emily coming to my house at the beginning of the pandemic before we went into the studio. We went into the studio in July last year. And um, I remember Emily coming over and we would, I literally had a tape measure and I'm like, we're six feet apart. Mm -hmm. And um, we would like sit on my porch and um, or in my backyard and uh, figure out these songs together. Um, and then eventually that was acoustic and then we wanted to go electric. So then Emily and I masked up and went in my basement and stayed apart and <laughs> jammed it out there. Um, so yeah, I, I would say like three, three of the songs, two or three of the songs were definitely like pandemic written like right at the cusp, the beginning. Yeah, that like it it it's interesting how uh, uh, like if you be able to tell the difference between it when uh, when you actually listen back, you might be able to more than than us who weren't actually super involved in in the writing process. But it would really be able to see if we could guess which ones are written in the pandemic, which ones are written prior. Yeah. Um, but as you mentioned earlier, uh, and this kind of goes back to your evolution of, of being songwriters, um, you said you, you've been a band for about eight or nine years. It's been a while that you've been working together. Mm -hmm. um, as, as you put up, gear up to put out this record, um, and I, I should say, like, you two are, are pr probably some of the most, it, at least in the music that, that you've released, and especially with the three singles you've released for this album, um, like some of the more like really mature songwriters, like all three of the so singles that you've released have been like, they've felt like really, I don't know, like they feel very long lasting songs. You know what I mean? Thank um, you. So like how, when you look at those songs and you look at the songs that you're putting together for this record, like, are you able to map? your progress as songwriters from your for original output in this band to now? Oh my God. Or? Um, there's like no comparison between what we started with in, what was it, 2012? Yeah. 2012 is when we started. And um, there's absolutely no comparison, even between The River Saw Everything and this these new songs. There's a huge progression, I think, the more we work, the more we write together and the more we record. And we, we, chose, to, we choose to work with different producers also. Um, sometimes we're, we get asked like, why are you like switching producers so much? And it's like, because each producer brings something different out of us. And we want to keep growing and finding new things within our sound. And um, I think that there's just like, we can't even compare our music from the start to now. It's like a completely different band. And um, I just like, I just feel like we're kind of, it's taken a really long time, but we're like really settling into our 
sound and our writing. And um, I do feel that I think maturing is a really good way to describe it. And now, Emily, I, I, I want to ask you the same kind of question because, uh, like, obviously, as as you grow, whatever you you naturally, as like the more you put invest yourself into your craft, the better you're gonna get at at, uh, at your ability to play and perform or whatnot. But as a songwriter, especially with guitar and and just the music in general, like, do have you figured out a, a bit of a I don't want to say a niche because that implies that it's maybe a cliche or overdone, but have you kind of fig like found a wheelhouse as a guitar player as to like chord formations that you like or, or just general arrangements that you, you tend to go to? Yes. And it's kind of bizarre because I, I am a classically trained musician and I do I like, I like to sort of follow a lot of, rules in terms of technique and theory and stuff like that but when it comes to that's more like piano and so when I first went to guitar I actually taught myself and I follow none of the <laughs> I follow almost none of those rules that I initially have set in my head so in terms of figuring out chords I I, I, I actually never I don't tend to follow certain chord typical chord patterns. I literally just find whatever sounds the best. I never use, I think I probably use a mix between a lot of like bar chords and then just a lot of chords that literally make no sense. They're just sort of, <laughs> I don't think they have any sort of technical term for them. It's just like, this works and, but it does. And so I, so my dad, my dad is a very technical, very technical guitar player. And so he always sort of makes fun of me whenever he sees me play. Cause he's just like, how does that, he's like, how does that sound good? I don't know what you're doing. What are you even doing? <laughs> so. I, and like, I, I get what he's talking about. And I think, so the track that, uh, that we played prior to this interview was, was mother. And um, I, Mother, like, Mother for me, when you guys released that song, I remember sending that to Jesse and being like, like, a whole, like, this, this band has just, like, taken another, like, a significant leap. And I think it's a perfect example of, A, just, like, how did you make that sound good on guitar? And B, like, a perfect example of the chemistry that you two have. Because just, like, I think the way that it works is that the, the, and this is as I'm saying it out loud it sounds very obvious to say but like you make the music sound really good and it like the melodies and the vocals on it just like it's so seamless and that's a part of what I was saying was like he uh, had a, so many people would take the shot on, on both those arrangements and those vocal melodies and just be like a total miss but you guys knocked it out of the park and that, so I, I get it it just it's a yeah. Anyways, yeah, enough thank gushing you. for me. I, I think I've, I've, I've been wanting to say that for like oh, a year you. and a half. <laughs> I think a lot of that too is um, tone as well. Uh, guitar players, I think it can take quite a while for you to find a certain tone and and sound that works. And I think we have sort of finally landed in a spot where we've got kind of our own sound in it it goes really well with Becky's voice and it just sort of blends together and so like shout out shout out to the baritone on mother 
Cause yeah, like another thing, I think maybe part of what, what, uh, why mother sort of took us maybe to another level is because um, we're, there is a Dan Electro baritone used on that. So that added just this crazy amount of attitude and like deep, dark flavor to it. So Totally. Yeah. And like every, it, what's interesting about that song too. And uh, I, I do want to talk about the new song that you have coming out here in a sec, but what's, what's interesting about that song. Yeah, exactly. Like the, the tone, the tone of that song is really something else. Um, but just everything about it, despite the fact that it is a very slow song is like everything about it is just like, feels so intentional. Like, you really hear like every single like piece of the chord that you're playing and then the way that the melody the vocal melody kind of weaves in and out of that just so effortlessly it just you really kind of feel every element of that song um and i think you can apply that same thing to to before i leave and lion as well um which is a great segue into talking about the new track lion which you have coming out on april 9th right yeah so soon so soon uh how does it feel to like finally be releasing another single well we've it's been it'll be almost a year since we've released before i leave which was the end of april last year and like we recorded this in again july of last year so it's been almost a year since we recorded and normally we're really eager to release songs like when we started our careers as musicians we would be like let's release like a week after we get the masters and now we're like okay let's just like hold up like we're a lot more patient now and um i think it makes it more rewarding when we are releasing the music and i think it's also more intentional it's not just like here it's like you know we've been sitting with this music for so long and, and keeping it to ourselves and to be able to share it is like such a big thing for us because Emily and I, oh, this is kind of weird, but Emily and I always say that when we have new music, it's like, it's like we have this like child and we're like giving birth. And like when it's, when it's released, it's like, it's born into the world. It's like, it was in us and now it's out, you know? And that's like super gross, but like, yeah. <laughs> We've always seen it that way though. Yeah, like, it's just, yeah, it's just our little song babies. Like, let's just put them out. They they bring their own energy. They <clears throat> they affect people differently. They're mm. you know like they are one thing as a song that we have written, created, and we we know about. But once it's out in the world and it's people hear about it, it's a totally different thing. And it's just like gotta just like a person, <laughs> you know. Mm. Yeah, and energy. That's that's been a recurring theme that we've had in, in like talking to, to artists, which is really kind of uh, it it as somebody who's like not really ever pursued music uh, like all that professionally or all that seriously, but has very much paid attention to people that have um, it, listening to them talk about it like that. Like I, you're really kind of I don't to. I don't, I don't want to like continue the 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 birth uh, analogy, but like that you're really having something like grow into something beyond what you like initially envisioned it as. Um, and what's interesting about that too is that so much of that is 
out of more out of your control than you would have ever originally have imagined, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, have you have you had like a uh, like what kind of feedback have you gotten from the other two singles? Uh, and like, do you think you'll parlay that into if this single as well as it comes out, or or do you expect it going a different route because it's kind of like a restarting that album hype process? Um. With Mother, I think we had a really good response because that was like the first release since Don't Fear the Reaper, I think. Right? Right? I think so. Um, so. <laughs> Jamie's like, yes, yes. Um, As somebody who is also obsessed with your cover of that, I am aware of the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think that Mother had a really good response, especially like you know, we made that music video ourselves and it was featured in on the Georgia Strait online, which was like a huge milestone for us because since we started, our goal was like, we need to be in the Georgia Strait. Like that's like that it, to us, not that we need validation, but that was validation. Mm -hmm. And um, because we admire, you know, all the musicians and the writing in the Georgia Strait and it as just the publication. And so um, having a music video that we created on a shoestring budget that I filmed and directed myself that Emily starred in and I edited, what it, like, I'm just like, I'm not a filmmaker. Like I have some experience in film, but I'm not a filmmaker. And, and then, so that kind of helped with the song you know, getting some attention to the song. And I think that was really cool. And then Before I Leave flew a little bit under the radar because we literally released it like a month and a half into like lockdown. And there were so many political things happening, which obviously are still happening. And, you know, you have to be really sensitive to timing and stuff like that. And um, sometimes when you release something, it doesn't get the attention that you think it might, and sometimes it does. And it, it's a surprise every time. And, you know, we do everything we can to support these releases because we put so much time, so much effort and energy and love and money into these into this music. And I, I think a lot of the time, non-musicians don't realize <laughs> how much it takes to make one song. Um, I know some do, I'm not saying everyone, but um, yeah, so it's like, we, we kind of hold our breath and uh, whatever happens, happens. And at the end of the day, we're, we're really making music because Emily and I love to create together. That's just our relationship, our, our connection. And I feel like that's kind of what we were put on this earth at this time to do together, um, aside from being best friends. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I'm really long-winded right now. So I'm just gonna stop talking. <laughs> No, I, mean, I think it's a great time now to to jump into the brand new single by Hollow Twin. Uh, you're listening to it here on the Vancouver Mixtape. Uh, this is Lion by Hollow Twin.
CJSF 90.1 FM. This is the Vancouver Mixtape. I'm Jamie. We also have in quote-unquote studio uh, <laughs> Emily Watts and Becky Wask from Hollow Twin. Um, yeah, so we're in a pandemic. We, we just got brand new music from the band. This is a third single from an upcoming album. Um, are, are you expecting to put out more singles, or is it just going to be an album release that comes next? Uh, we have more singles coming, for sure, uh, before the album drop. It just uh, makes more sense. Awesome. Um, and I guess, how how are you going to uh, like, you know, wait and see for things to open up a little more before you dive into, um, I guess, releasing the album? Like, do you want to be able to perform live before you can put the album out i guess is the question um i mean we have a plan to release it at the end of this year but you know it all depends on what's happening in the world and and you know i don't think like live performance would be really nice but i don't think we're like depending on that for the release of the full album um because that's just something that I think is going to take a while. Um, Cause it'll probably want to be one of the last things to, you know, start again. Um, and we miss it so, so much, but um, yeah, it's, we're just going to wait and see. Can you identify what the last concert you saw was before this happened? Saw? Oh my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's uh, that's kind of dark in its own right <laughs> i mean like i can i can remember the last one we played but did you did you play pretty recently like recently being like prior to the lockdown so we played in february we had a so far show in february last year not this year 20 2020 yeah so like literally just like a like a month before lockdown right um you know, not knowing what was coming. Um, and then before that, we had our release for Mother at the Fox. And that was amazing. That show was amazing. And I wish that I, I mean, like, I was very grateful for that show, but I wish that I could have, like, bottled that feeling because yeah, it's been so know, long. We've talked about this where we just wish that we knew, sort of, or maybe not, I don't know, but. I almost, I sort of wish I knew that was going to be my last show until. Yeah, know. till who knows when. And also, like, no, I lost what I was going to say. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, and 
And maybe this is just me, the eternal optimist who's constantly looking for silver lining in anything, but um, I feel like those first, and especially the first local shows, are just going to be absolutely unreal and just like a little more emotional than I think people, <laughs> people yeah. are prepared like, for. I'm like, am I going to cry the next time I get on stage? Like, is this, is it going to, it's going to be a moment, you know? Oh, I yeah. just, I think that, I think that before maybe we took it a bit for granted and not just us, just like everyone. Um, and now I just, I think that we'll be a lot more present and grateful for those spaces and the music. Oh, totally. Yeah. I know. Has has this? Uh, I, we talked a little bit about how um, the current situation has, um, like, altered your your guys's relationship as co writers and and working together to put this music out. Has like how has it changed your relationship with like the music scene in Vancouver? The music scene in Vancouver is weird. It's always been weird. It's a little cliquey. A lot of people feel left out. A lot of people feel ignored and um, I think that you know when you find your niche it's like you kind of have to hold on to that but I feel like now hopefully moving forward you know there will be a more general support rather than just like your little small group of peers um, because you know it's I think that this pandemic has really shown everyone how much art, the arts mean and how much they make life so much more enjoyable and how much we need them. And have, And I think that we need to place a lot more value on our artists and, and really show up to support. And uh, yeah, I, I really hope moving forward that there's more support for artists of all you know, um, disciplines. What says you, Emily? Yeah, I I think it's just, I can't like, it's just been so hard to, the music, like Becky said, the music scene in Vancouver is very odd. And it's, I, I think that, I don't know, I feel like this is hopefully shifting things for the better um because like becky said we a lot of people are ha like getting through a time like this without music or any kind of art form would have just been absolutely awful so it's sort of it has placed a new value on all kinds of art forms that have gone sort of maybe not as appreciated as they could be and so i don't know i'm sort of hoping that maybe will come out of this and the Vancouver music scene or maybe I don't know something will something will have shifted for the better for sure here's hoping yeah it's uh, I like the idea of more venues being more accommodating to a larger swath of, of artists because mm -hmm. um, yeah you do get a little tired of seeing the same bands all the time <laughs> yeah, yep yeah but uh, that's that's pretty exciting now we've got the lyric video coming out um what what else uh should we be looking forward to from hollow twin over the course of the next year 
Um, a few more single releases, hopefully some music videos, which are still TBC. Um, and yeah, I think um, we we have we're already working on new material. So I think just a steady stream of new music and um, yeah, I don't know. Emily, do you have anything to add to that? I feel like that's pretty oh, much I, it. I, we're I, just gonna be making music. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, that's kind of what we wanted. To, we always want to do anyway, is just constantly be creating and putting new stuff out. So, and then hopefully we'll be able to play live again. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I just think it's a little funny to the, um, and funny is maybe not the right word, but like, especially with the, the pandemic hitting, just like how long songs like just kind of sit and like nothing really, nothing really is able to happen with them. And so yeah. while it's new music to us, it's like, oh yeah, this song is like three years old and we haven't played it or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, well that's, that's exciting. Um, we're really excited for the record. Uh, we're really excited to eventually see you folks perform live again um it's long overdue we miss it and we'd love to, we'd love to see you guys perform as, as soon as we can um but yeah we'll look forward to more singles coming out to you guys now where can the people find hollow twin uh everywhere on the internet basically just google hollow twin and our profile will come up we have like all of the social medias and yeah Awesome. You, lo you love it when it's straightforward and not like hollow twin band, hollow twin rock, hollow twin music. No, it's just at hollow twin. <laughs> That's it. Beautiful. Cool. Well, let's finish up today with uh, the second single that was released um, a year ago, as we talked about. This uh is Before I Leave by Hollow Twin. Folks, thank you so much for joining me in our virtual thank studio. Thank you so much. Hey, no problem. And we look forward to uh, chatting more when more singles come out. Yes, for sure. Definitely. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.
Remember, that was Before I Leave by Hollow Twin. Great conversation with both Becky and Emily. Uh, definitely show favorites here, and I look forward to chatting with them every single time that we do. So uh, more new music means more new interview opportunities, so keep an eye out for that. But we're going to call an end to the show today, uh, and we're going to end out here uh, with the track by Hanson Tiger. This is off the brand new Landback E. P. The track itself is called Landback. You're listening to it on the Vancouver Mixtape, CJSF 90.1 FM. Give us a follow at Van Mixtape on all the socials. That's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And, uh, yeah, you can catch us podcasting on Apple, Google Play, and uh, SoundCloud. So until then, we'll see you next week. Take care. Yeah.